You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Why is it a necessity that we are unified? For a couple of reasons. When we're unified, it demonstrates love to those who are around us. And the scripture also lets us know that it ministers to those who are in the world. It shows that we belong to Jesus when we walk together. Amen. So it's important. Now, Satan's job, you have to think about this and, and, and use wisdom. Satan's job is to create division, two visions, multiple visions. His job is to create disunity. So as believers, we have to make sure that I follow God and not my flesh. Yeah. So the purpose of us being unified, Jesus left us a commandment. And that commandment was to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So the purpose of us being unified is that we may win the world for Christ. And Satan hates that. So he is out to do anything he can to make sure that that mission is not accomplished. Amen. But Jesus is the truth. He is the truth. And Satan would love that people don't hear the truth. That's why there are so many other religions who have a part of the truth, but not all the truth. Jesus is the truth. He embodies all truth. Amen. So it's important that we become unified. And just let me say this. You were created by God, for God, for the purpose of God. You're not here just to be here and acquire things. Things are, are, are good, but uh, sometimes we get so busy chasing things that we put God somewhere on the list, but he's no longer number one. So we want to make sure that we understand the purpose. You, you, do have to, you are going to stand before God one day. He's not going to be concerned about, he, let me say this, he's not impressed about what you own. Because when you look at the architect of heaven, he is not impressed. There, 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 I submit there's not a building uh, standing, a home standing that could, that's more beautiful than heaven. Amen. I can only imagine what the new earth is going to look like. But our job is to come together collectively as a body of believers and share the gospel of Jesus. Amen. Now, today, uh, I want to I talk about something that, 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 that's really enemy number one to unity, and that is egos. That's egos. So let's talk about egos. Can you say there's no room for egos? Amen. So there can't be any room. Can I let me get the New King James Version then this translation, but no room for egos. Amen. Egos is a unity killer. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, man. Ready? Let's read. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Now the message translation. First pride, then the crash. The bigger the ego, the harder the fall. First pride, then the crash. The bigger the ego, the harder the fall. Write this down. Pride, and just let me give you some working definitions. It's, it suggests self-importance. It's taking yourself too seriously. It's thinking you are more value than you really are in a situation. You're valuable, but it's thinking that you are more valuable uh, than you really are in any situation. And this is often a common sign among people who have a poor self-image. These are people who the power, oh boy, these people 
are those who allow power and position to take over their lives. <laughs> That's why sometimes people almost do better when they don't have a title. Amen. Uh, notice he said pride then haughtiness. Haughtiness can be defined as people who are lifted up in their spirits. They feel superior in their spirits. These are people who have power and they know that they're in a position of power, but they expect you to bow down <laughs> and do what they say do if you want to be part of their group. Amen. In other words, if you want the benefits of this power, you need to bow down to me and do what I say do. Oh, boy. Right. There's that in just ego. When you stated the etymology of ego, it just simply means I. That's all it means. I. It's all about self, what self thinks, what self feels, what self wants. It's a distorted view of self, an inflated ego. It's a self-exalting attitude. It's people, when your ego is tripping, it's those who seek to be served rather than seizing the opportunity to serve others. <laughs> but the, and see, the reason why it's hard to get a response is because in the world system, we have been indoctrinated to only be interested in self. What I do when I get up, when I, when I, and the world is only concerned about self. But those of us who are believers, we have to be mindful that in this kingdom, there's only one superstar, and that's Jesus. <laughs> Think about this. Uh, egos are the egos. Listen to this. Egos. I myself is responsible for the collapse of anything that was once great. I need to say that again. If something was once great and it collapsed, you remember that relationship that used to be all right? Well, that was good. Well, if it collapsed, somebody's ego got in the way. You remember that organization when your business was really on It's because no egos were in the way. It's not until egos got in the way that the business had to go under. Why? Because there was something that I wanted for self, be it you spending the increase, be it you, you only thought about yourself, didn't think about your business partner. So the business went under when churches failed to stay in uh, so many churches closed a day. But when churches failed to stay in operation, it's because egos somewhere got in the way. When our governments fell, somewhere somebody's ego got in the way. And this goes all the way back to Adam. The reason why they ate, partook of the fruit is because of their ego. You were already made in the likeness and image of God. See, and notice ego is all, it's everything is concerned, concentrated on self. What I want, I want, I want to see, I want to eat, I want to taste. The Tower of Babel, the reason why they were unified because they were all on one accord. Where they messed up, their ego got in the way because they said, well, since we're getting so high, let's go on and see God. Or let's reach up into the heavens. In other words, they got lifted up in pride. And that's why they confound their language. And a point to understand from that text, when, I, when we're not speaking the same thing, somewhere egos are in the, in the way. Because when, when we're on the same plane, we sound the same. We talk alike. But when we're not talking like somewhere, somebody's ego is in the way. Uh, Moses, he had to see the promised land from afar. Why? Because his ego 
he was more concerned about how they made me feel. Lord, these folk won't even listen to me. And I, I'm frustrated. Ego, pride. You look at a lot of the prophets. I'm walking from Genesis all the way up to the New Testament. A lot of the prophets of old, they felt like they were not adequate enough to go speak on God's behalf. So they was often reserved to go say what he said. Ego, I, I can't do it. Why, why you want me to go down to Tarsus and speak to the people? Why? Judah, Judas, ego got in the way. I sell him out for, for a little money. Ego, thinking about self. But there's always destruction. Why do you think he hung himself? Hmm. You look at, you look at all of the apostles' writing. You look at the apostles' writing. Much of what he dealt with to the churches, the underlying factor was people's ego in the way. Be it those leaders uh, teaching heresy in the church, people only think still being led by the flesh. So much of what he taught was dealing with people's ego. People only con- concentrating and concerned about themselves. That's why, see, any, watch this. This is why God should be first. Because when God is first, that means that you're not. You and God can't be first at the same. So when, when, see, if God is not first, that means I have either elevated myself or something else or someone else above him. Now I'm in idol worship. So any, any, anytime God is not first, I am engaging in idol worship. Wow. This is why Satan got kicked out of heaven. Why? Because I, I, I want to be in position. I want, I'm, I'm going to exalt my throne above the throne of God. No room for egos. And I submit people who aren't successful, their egos in a way somewhere. Because in order to, to, you know, you need to listen to somebody who can tell you something. See, ego won't allow me to go to someone else who was doing it better than me and at a higher level because poor self-image. So I try to do it and and continue to struggle because I'm too prideful. My ego is so big and so huge that I can't even capitulate to go and send someone else who can help me get to where I want to be. Someone say, let go of that ego. And Jesus, he's our greatest example. So let me give you... Um, let, let's, in, let's go to Philippians 2, 3, and this was part of our foundational text for this series. But Jesus is our greatest example of human humility. Who is our greatest example? Who is our example? Who? So that means as believers, our model is who? Who? Come on, talk to me. Who's our model? Who? And if I'm following a man, that man should be following, guess who? If I'm following a woman, womb man, she should be following. What did the apostle say? Follow me as I follow. So whoever you follow, make sure that they are following. Ah, get that ego out of the way, man. Let me tell you, that, that pride is a monster. And it's bad because it's, it's, it's in the body of Christ. And now people are being called, but they don't want to serve where they're called because of egos. They look at somebody on TV flying an airplane or driving a Rolls Royce, and that's their motivation. I want what he got. It's bigger than that, dude. It's much more than that. It's much more than that. And the best way to go up is learn how to go down. If you want to go high, get low. Those who humble themselves, who get low, shall be exalted. And those who get too high shall be brought low, shall be humbled. So if you want to go higher, you have to learn how to get 
lower. And if you're not soaring, maybe you need to say, I, I'm, I'm, I'm too high. I need to get low. Whereby, and let me say this. When God wants to elevate you, there's not a human being. There's not a deity known to man that could stop God from elevating you. As a matter of fact, the Bible says promotion comes from God, not your boss. He, he, he might have whispered it to your boss in the midnight hour, but God is the one who gave promotion. So, 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 so that's why he says a faithful man will abound with blessings. So whenever you humble yourself, that's how you get lifted up. Even when it looks like you've been a minion or you, you've been a flunky. Honey, it's, it's because I'm this low is the reason why I'm going to soar so high. Because I know how to get low. Now, ego is a monster. A self-created monster. An over-exaggerated opinion of self. And if you want to go high, honey, you better learn how to start getting low. It don't, I don't have to be first. I don't need to be in front of the line. I'm on the team. Whatever I can do to help succeed, to help, help us get to the finish line, honey, that's what I want. I don't have to always pray. I don't have to always preach. I don't have to always do this or do that. Just so I'm humble before God. And listen, the, the, it, it, it notice it, we have to listen because as we grow and begin to meet other brothers and sisters in a body, uh, some some going to sing different than you. Some are going to uh, pray different than you, differently than you. Some are going to teach differently than you. And we got to learn how to have the right self-image because uh, uh, you, you're not the only one that we can say amen to. There are going to be some other ones that get an amen or get a praise the Lord. You're not going to be the one always leading the song. You're not going to always be greeting in that position. But I have to learn how to, whoever the best man is for the job, pastor. That's how we. I mean, y'all see how pastor get up here and a prophesy and call out this and call out that. That doesn't bother me. I know who I am. I, I don't get up and try to try to try to add to it and try to uh, country, uh, come up with something. No, no. That's how she flow. But if you don't know, if you're insecure and have the wrong self-image, you'll get up here and you'll be calling out stuff that's not of God. You better wait till God speak to you. It's, it's, it's all about as long as we win. And I'm so confident that if I don't have it, pastor have it. If pastor don't, the prophet over here will have it. If he don't have it, this minister will have it. Lord, as long as we win, I miss it. I know in part and prophesy in part, but there is somebody. And sometimes preachers can be the worst at it. Prideful. Bishops and apostles and doctors and all that stuff. And if God can humble himself, who am I to use my title to act like I'm better than God? Get low, sir. Get low, ma'am. Don't let, don't, don't, don't let the pressure get to you. Know who you are. Be secure in who you are. So, so I'm so glad I had a solid foundation. My father, I, I, I couldn't have a better example of someone walking in humility. I don't have to be in the front. You just do what God called you to do. We were somewhere one time at a conference or meeting, 
and, and you know, they asked the pastors to come down and pray for people. And, and they had a line of preachers and prophets and all that kind of everybody. And people would come to the altar. And whoever had the mic gave the mic. And they started passing the mic. Everybody prophesying. I'm like, it ain't this many words, but so many. To... Now, it's too much. <laughs> so when they gave the mic to me, I passed it to the next person. But see, if I was prideful, I'd have started doing some foolery like everybody next to me. And my point is, if God ain't telling you to say something, shut your mouth and keep going. And what was happening, people felt like because of who was there, I, I got to say something. And they just saying stupid stuff. Lord ain't said no such a thing. Then one had the nerve to come to me. The Lord told me to tell you to put doctor in front of you. I said, the Lord ain't told you that. He has not told you that. Well, I'm still in school, so maybe he, that might be one of them long-standing prophecies, because I didn't receive it then, but the more I studied, so well, well, maybe he meant that for, but he, he was wanting me to do it. Then he ain't telling me to do that. He's a doctor. Not then. Are you here? But my point is, sometimes we let pressure, we let other egos cause us to inflate our ego. Man, be humble. Be humble. What are your motives? And if Jesus, listen, God himself can humble himself to come in human form. Who are we to act like better than God? Use your title, use your position to be an example. Use it to be an example to lead others, not to lead others astray. Because, you know, you can look at a lot of people and learn what not to do. And thank God for adjutants and all that, but and I understand, you know, they had a place, but really, I'm all right by myself. Thank God for them. Understand how I'm saying this, but I don't need seven people going with me to Walmart. It ain't that serious. You know, one in front, three in the back, four on the side. And, and, and just let me say this, people. If somebody really want to get you, they, they <laughs> yeah, I believe they can get through your security. If they really wanted to get to you. When did we get big, too big to greet people and talk to people and, and just meet people where they are? See y'all, see, see so y'all can't hardly clap because y'all, you know, y'all, you know, y'all. I remember where I come from. So, so I don't act like I'm bad to everybody else. That's why when some of y'all fall, I don't be getting on you. I'm human too. I'm not saying I'm out here doing stupid stuff, but I, I might need your grace one day. Oh, pass the cuss, pastor. It's all right, because you, you, you've allowed me to cuss on numerous occasions. Some of y'all, you know, raise your hand to call me cussing all the time. Pastor, I'm so tired of this bleak, bleak. And this is how the conversation goes. Pastor, I'm so tired of this bleak, 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 bleak. You get what I'm saying? Bleak, bleak, bleak. Hande, kande, bleak, 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 bleak. bleak. <laughs> and I'm like, well... I feel you, sister. I feel you, brother. <laughs> well, this is the solution. But, but see that self, and I understand what people say, Pastor, but, but hey, see, wisdom is knowing where to meet people where they are. And don't act like, see, your vice may not be cussing, but you might be doing some stupid stuff. But you come off to them like, oh, how dare you say such a word? How dare you? We get above just 
sit in whatever they sit me. Man, I, I've been in so many conferences and stuff that I don't need. And, and you, you would be amazed of the, the egos who, I, I got to sit down in front. I gotta, it don't matter where I sit, as long as I can hear what's going forward. That's my attitude. I don't get bent out of shape. I'm a pastor. It sit yourself down. And we need to quit. Some of us need to quit prefacing our titles. Just let, just, hey, I'm John. Hey, I'm the right Reverend Dr. Prophet, Apostle Dr. <laughs> Shut up. I always want to be deep. Show me you could, you, you human. Oh, prophet came up to me, preacher one time, came up to me. I'm, I'm in a store doing business, church business. And he walks in. As soon as he sees me, Pastor Rick, all by that, they didn't go speaking to him. I said, hey, I'm good. And he stopped. No, I mean, no, I ain't about to play them games. Man, we in a place of business. And you come here speaking in tongues all loud. Show some humility. Talk, hey, pastor, come here. Can you come outside? I got a word for you. I said, hey, I'm good. And he stopped just like that, which let me know. You see, you're playing these little stupid games. That's why it's good to know the word. See, the scripture says, test the spirits. No, I don't say test spirit by the spirit. It, it ain't what it say. It said test the spirits whether they be of God. Because many false prophets have gone out to the world. So, yeah, y'all look at me. Go look, look at us. See, pride, it does say test it by the spirit. But look, get it, Tamara. It says test the spirits whether they be of God. I had about three people to look at me like. I don't care what he say. It's test the spirit by the spirit. I don't care what. I don't care what's in it. I don't care what's in the King James version. What does that say? What does that say? What does that say? See whether they what? What does it say by the spirit? See on your little private. Prayer line, you've been confessing the wrong thing, leading people astray. Come, child, come on. The, the Bible tells us to test the spirit by the spirit. And they ain't got no better sense than you to follow you. That's right. That's right, prophet. That's right, apostle. You learn your Bible. First thing. When I was called to preach at 12 years old, the first thing my dad did was set myself down at that table and said, go through this Bible. Then I wanted to, as I got older, I wanted to get up. I wanted to go to school and get trained. But, you know, even back then, see, when you really call, even you look throughout the Bible, most people who call, they, man, we, they ran. We don't want to do that, Jesus. They won't listen to you. Why in the world you think they can listen to me? I ain't want to be in front of nobody. When they call for prayer, I duck and hide. I was wishing they didn't look at me. When they looked at me, I looked at them. Because I knew there was things I had to learn, sister. I, that's why when I, when I first got called, and Dad, he, he was my manager. Yeah. I'm running around doing revivals at 12 years old. And, and the Lord would give me, you know, matter of fact, my first message was yield not to temptation. And I preached about three minutes and cried the first two. <laughs> but I wrecked the house in that one minute, though. Had the whole church stand up. Bless the boy. Bless the little boy. But I knew I needed to be trained. My ego wasn't inflated. And I wasn't trying to make myself or push myself to the front. Message. That's why even here when these, when these kids, and I, listen, listen, listen. 
Even these kids here, that's why I'm not, we'll train you, but these little, when people call, call the priest stuff, I, I'm not interested in this, don't take this the wrong way. What a six-year-old, you know, I mean, like, what has he really learned how to be good in school? Share your crayons. Show us that you can get along with your brothers and sisters. And then they get up here and, and, and mispronounce the, 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 uh, uh, the, uh, the, the Bible, the chapters, and can't misspell, don't even say the words right. But you want even Jesus. Now, now at 12 years old, we see him sitting in the synagogue uh, astounding those who was listening. But for, for the next 18 years, he was growing in wisdom, in stature, and favor with God and man. He was... Am I saying you need to go somewhere to seclude yourself for 18 years? No, but I'm saying I, I need to get the wisdom. Now, some do. Some do. Some do, though. Some do. Some. Especially that one. I'm ready today. I'm ready. Turn to Philippines. You know, Philippians, they say. Let's go back to Philippians. But they say, that. let's go to the book of Philippines. Got a hot word for you. <laughs> Let's go to the book of Philippians. You know what? Learn to come into your own. Because, man, it took me years to just to find my, man, I got tired of trying to, you know, you got mentors. And I, I, I couldn't be nobody but me. You used to do the Eddie Long thing with the mic. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Did the whatever like whoever. Did, tried to whatever, I, I know where I found peace at was this is how you do it. And that's when the tide was turned, when I just started being me. Wouldn't try, I don't, I'm not trying to yell. I'm not trying to scream. I'm not trying to give you three points. Then at, at, at the conclusion, get you really going. Come on, let's ride Tonto. Let's give them something. For, and uh, the Lord said, and I don't know why we always ended. He got up. And on the third day, he got his. <laughs> no, hey, don't y'all knock that because I got friends who can, who can hone you out the building. <laughs> and and, and y'all see me standing up top like, preach, my brother. He preaching. And I'm like, how you do that? <laughs> Had a preacher one time who preached like that. You know, we, used to, we was on TV in Alabama. He said, man, I, I looked at you. And I said, I don't, I don't know how he doing that. He ain't even saying anything. Because I was teaching. But see, he was. <laughs> it probably had about that many people. But maybe enough to about five or six people or whatever. God bless them. But this will work for me. But if I had an ego, I'd be trying to do like everybody else. Try to sing like Paul Morton, but that ain't my flow. That ain't my flow. You know, Paul Morton used to sing, you know, he, even Bishop McClendon, one of my mentors, he, uh, he uh, sang pretty, but, hey, but I do me. And when I started doing me, boy, look around you now. Some of you, I'm so glad he stopped trying to be Eddie Long. I'm so glad he's not trying to be like Apostle Price. I'm so glad he's not trying to sing like Paul Morton. These are just examples. And my point is, see, you have to be secure enough to know that what God gave you 
is enough. Y'all missed that. Because had not he knew I had what it takes, he never would have bothered calling me. And he calls you because he wants you to be your, here go God's Jules, Jules moment, your true authentic self. Unapologetically you. Did I say that right? Somebody say, yeah. Look at him say, he wants you to be yourself. Be yourself. No, look at him. Stay in there. Be yourself. He looking at me like. <laughs> be yourself. But you got to say this. Be yourself. Look at your name and say, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just not his lane. My lane, when you look at the racetrack, the teaching lane, that, that's where I'm at. I'm be a... My son, he's 14 now. He was about 11 when this happened. We were watching something, somebody on the Word Network, and they was preaching like that. He looked at me. He said, Dad, I'm so glad you don't teach like that. But, so, but, but I was thinking, because his thing was, I can't get with that. Nothing wrong with it, but what ministered to me is that this generation now, you need to be saying something. They will Google you in the middle of your ministry. Some of y'all done looked up ego while I was talking. They'll Google you right with He wrong on that, child. Uh-uh. That's not what ego mean. That's not what ego mean. Some of y'all don't Google that verse. Tamara put up there. Let me test. About that. I, that, I know I'm right. I, oh, he going to be wrong today. Oh, huh. Let me look at another version. Let me <laughs> if anybody had a right to ego trip it would have been Jesus our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ oh man I don't think I'm having enough time to read all this to you let, let me do this instead I, have to, I, I will have to give it to you next Sunday let me give you this instead um, okay let me put my glasses on <laughs> when I say he went as long as he could Without trying to wear glasses. But they're only for reading. Whatever that means. You know, when, when people say, you wear glasses, they just for reading. <laughs> hey, glasses are glasses. Whatever they for. Not for a fault. Whatever they for. Okay. But they did tell me, you know, looking at some, whatever they were trying. I wasn't, I did like it. I wasn't receiving it. Like, I don't receive that. <laughs> Sir, you need glasses, but this don't receive that. I bind that. <laughs> let me give you some signs of an elevated ego and I'm done let me give you some give, give me some give, give me thank you sir signs of an elevated ego what did I say signs of an elevated ego can you handle not being in front can you handle not being in front do you always have to be first if you always have to be first guess what that's a sign of an elevated ego do you always wait for the other person to apologize first. But well, now they didn't mean now. I, I, I. See, that's ego. Because if I know to do right, do what's right. See, ego, ego can put all the energy on self. Do you get bitter when others are blessed? See, ego says, when I present my new car or my business or whatever, I wonder how long they can stay in that. See, that's ego. If it was me, I would have got black. If it was me, but see, it's not you. Why can't we just celebrate? Girl, I just got a new five-bedroom home. Girl, 
I mean, what's she gonna do that for? If it was me, I would've got six bedrooms. That's ego. Are you driven by your title? Are you driven by your title? Can you handle your name not being mentioned? Man, I donated $76 and they didn't even mention my name. Maybe it was an oversight. Maybe it went. Did you give it to be recognized? If so, that's your reward. Hmm. Man, I stood in for Pastor Pastor didn't even acknowledge me. Oh, maybe it was an oversight. Minister talked the other Wednesday, and of course, I really what did really did forget to mention. Did an excellent job. I think somebody text Pastor, man, Minister Gerald on fire. He he rocking it. He slaying folk up in here. <laughs> and I told Pastor, well, I did. That's what's expected. He been trained well. He's supposed to. But ego to me, oh, I can't let him get up again. This and this is what I tell our leadership. I want to use you as much as you want to be used. We, that's how I just not use you. He, he trying to use me. No, yeah, yeah, we want to use you. We want you. That's why we, we want you to be ready. But, but, but see, ego, you, you know, kind of do like some, some, some athletes. They don't want to practice. They don't want to participate. Don't want to show up. But when it's game time, running in the locker room, expecting to start, that ain't how that work. No, that's not fair to those who've been here. Can you handle, oh, I just said that one. Do you seek the approval of men? Do you look down on those who are not where you think you are? You know, since I'm this, I look, oh, he's nothing, she's nothing. No, no, don't do that. Do you seek the praise of others? Do you seek elevation without exhibiting humility? Do you feel as though you are too good to serve others because they are beneath you? I don't know, sir. And let me say this, every joint, and one of the reasons why we get everybody activated in ministry, we try to get you acclimated and activated into ministry because every joint supply, and just like you have different parts of your body, we're all one body. You, your eyes have a purpose. Your, your, your nose serve a purpose. Your liver, your heart, all these things serve a purpose. And, and to be a part of a body and have the attitude, I, you know, listen, listen to the language. I'll serve when. I'll do it when. See, that, that's pride. When I should be doing it now. Because if we wait to all conditions, if we wait for everybody to be lovable, you will never serve. That's why we walk by faith. We trust that he's going to be loving today. She's going to be loving today. Do you hate when other men are given honor? Do you feel like you can do it without anybody else? You know, that person feel like I don't need nobody. Else. No, no, you no, no. We, we need relationships. We just need the right relationships. Listen. Any anytime, remember this, anytime there's a collapse, anytime things start going south, start doing an ego check. Somewhere the ego has gotten in a way. Because as long as we're unified, we should keep going higher and higher and higher. Same thing in relationships. If you're not constantly going higher and higher, same thing in your business, same thing relative to business. If you're not going higher and not in the marketplace, if I'm not going higher, check egos. Because the saying is true. Listen. When I'm humble, you're going to be exalted. You could have the most stubborn, God-disregarding superior there is. But even that man or that woman cannot stop God when he gets ready to promote you. Boy, y'all. 
Y'all clap like y'all didn't believe that. When God gets ready to elevate you, there's not a person that could stop him. Say this, there's no room for my ego. Now let's give the Lord a hand and clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.